256today.com. I'm Sean Majors here with Matt Hankins and Matt week one and some playoff news. How are you? I'm ready to get right back in it. I'm ready. I did a 15 hour shift yesterday of pure sports. Uh, I'm ready to get right back in it. Took a little, little break, got a little coffee going. We're up early in the morning, ready to get after it all over again. Um, programming note, we're coming to you on Mondays now because that makes more sense. Before everybody else gets to do the hot takes. <laughs> um, of course, we were... We want to uh, nom on some hot takes, too. Nom, 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 nom. As long as those... No- I know a podcast name, Little Black Rambo, and he oh, loves <laughs> hot takes. Nom, 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 nom. I guarantee you there is a movie called Black Rambo. <laughs> oh, well, I guarantee you I would never search for it. <laughs> i was thinking more of like the snakes on a train no 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 uh, a name like black company. rambo we know exactly <laughs> what that film consists of and it's also oddly enough it's called first blood too <laughs> first blood also or first blood Two? take your pick pal Okay, okay. Um, of course, we were hit right before the weekend started uh, with playoff news. Expansion time, baby. Because why not announce it on a Friday right before week one of the college football season? I cannot any for certainty. the life of me. Like, I will, I will, we will get into how we feel about that here in a minute. I just want to talk about the news and announcement itself for a second because this baffled me. Um. I guess they thought that's the right time to do it on the eve of the start of college football because that's where the fervor, the pitch is high. People are super excited. But why announce a thing that's not going to take into effect until 2026, most likely, um, and have that thing be what dominates the news cycle when we have games? Games are here. If you wanted to announce this three weeks ago, cool. If you wanted to announce this two months from now, Cool. But right. We we had the thing to talk about. Like, I don't know what the point of announcing it when they announced it was. It's uh, it definitely seems weird. And um, I guess they it it seems to me like the kind of decision that gets uh, that gets made and then is kept under wraps and then announced like in a month to iron all iron out all the details. But yeah, maybe they just want to make sure it wasn't leaked. But um, yeah, that's that's very likely because everything they do. So, yeah, it just it just seems like um, uh, something that they want to get out ahead of um, in that all the details aren't ironed out um, because even SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey has said he he doesn't know when this expansion is going to happen. <laughs> Probably not until 2026. Which, again, don't announce anything. And why even say it can, like, it because, can happen in 2024? Right. Or maybe in the middle of this year's playoffs, we'll magically drop in eight new teams. <laughs> drop them right in. Now, I'll say this. 12 is probably – I don't like any of it. It's, uh, it's like dumb. It. Why not just go to eight? That's clean. You know, 12 – I, for me, if you're doing anything, six would make sense because you have a easy place for all the conferences to be represented. 
Um, and in the event that there's not a conference champion who's worthy of getting in, still a simple fix, the top two give out, whatever. But it, but I, so I had, you know, I, my relationship with sports may be the most stable relationship in my life. <laughs> it's like, I love this dumb stuff. I, I love it. I absolutely adore it. But as I've said here, I'm not, I don't love it maybe the way that people typically love it because I just love the stories. Like I'm a big, I went to college to learn how to be a story critic. Like that's the degree. That's what my degree is in rhetorical criticism. Um, but I was watching another, a different kind of sport the other day that I won't say what it was. I won't say it. Is it black Rambo? It was black Rambo, uh, hard in the paint, the sequel, um <laughs> Alice in the Palace. <laughs> That's good. That's good. But I was watching it and I was like, man, I'm really enjoying myself. I'm really happy in this moment. And it's not even that we were my team was not even winning. The game was not going particularly well at the moment. I was like, but no, I said, this is exactly where I want to be is watching this thing. And it sort of recontextualized how. I'm view it currently trying to view sports. I think I'm trying to find a healthier way to look at this. I'm not going to be so results oriented because I, that that blows everything up. We've said it a, a number of times here, like, oh my God, this season's not fun because there's so much pressure. We only want to win the title, blah, 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 blah. And yes, I want to win titles. Of course I do. I'm a sports fan, but I'm just trying to enjoy the time I have in front of the game. Yeah. I mean, you know, yesterday it was, it, it really all came together. I mean, it, and of course the, we'll get into, you know, how, how amazing week one was, but yeah. just to sit there in front of three screens for it sometime and just be able to, oh yeah, I haven't been even watching the Florida Utah game because my game is on the big TV and Notre Dame, Ohio State's so, because a, a bigger game than that's on. It's on, on somewhere else. else. But, um, but no, I, I understand what you're saying about the playoffs um is that I I or I, I think I understand are you saying that like you know I hate it but let's just see what happens let's... yeah I'm just gonna take the I hate it let's just see what happens now but I think but the playoff expanding um sort of t- you know the rest of the world's going a different way like yeah it's all about making more team it, make it available for more teams to win the title I don't think I need that and I'm coming to that from a place of privilege in the yeah. fact that my team has been in the thing Every year but one. So so I think that, and to what you said earlier, you know, why not just go to six? I think that makes more sense. It Basically, it, it's it's the same, you know, it's a stripped down version of this. I think they they didn't go to six first because they realized they're just going to go to 12. By 12 is always where they want to go. And they might be future proofing it too, because yeah, in a world where um, there are maybe three big conferences or two big conferences, six and six makes sense Four, you know, four, four and four makes sense. Maybe they're, this may be the NCAA. And this also may be the NCAA reading the tea leaves and saying our seat of power is under siege. We are in danger. So we better do something to ingratiate ourselves to more people inside our industry and this would be a good bargaining chip to have right now when they can still negotiate rights deals, all the things. So I understand it from a business standpoint. I understand it from a football standpoint. I understand why there are a lot of people who are excited because they feel like they don't have a path to the title. 
Um, I just personally don't give a shit because I root for Alabama. And as long as Nick Saban's there, we're probably going to be okay. My attitude yeah. might change in a few years. Yeah, exactly. He retires and we get it when we're the 11th seed. And I'm like, we got a chance. I probably will change. So I'm just trying to be a better, more well-rounded sports fan. Yeah. I mean, and what, what kind of helps me is that, you know, like you said, as, as an Alabama fan, probably going to be in the top four. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, in years like what, three, three years ago when we didn't make it four years ago, whenever that was, uh, you know, probably going to be five or six. Yeah. Um, so I and and I think that to your point of the NCAA kind of reading the tea leaves and understanding that they're kind of losing power and what the next couple of years look like, if you add Texas and Oklahoma to an already stout SEC, if you add USC and whatever UCLA to a very serious Big Ten that could compete or overtake the SEC in dominance, who knows in the next decade. Who knows? Um, you have to you have to expand the playoffs then, because otherwise, conference champions conf- conference champions of non SEC and non Big Ten teams are either going to get shut out, or very worthy third place teams are going to yeah. get shut out in the Big Ten and the SEC. And that's just everybody's going to hate the uh, NCAA if that happens. So, I guess it makes sense. We'll see what. And, and the nature of college football may be changing and this may be they may be right i am willing to concede that they may be may be right in the future but they're not right yet because if this thing were to go into effect next year let's say um in i think we looked at it the top four teams all get buys and then teams five through 12 play each other in the first round so i have um the 12 team bracket from last year if that helps okay yeah so give it to me to make sure i've got reading this right so based on the two 2021 college football playoff rankings uh, right before the selection show last year, um, your top four would all get biased to the quarterfinals. So they would be playing one more game in the playoffs than they usually would. Yeah. That's Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, and Cincinnati. Um, Notre Dame and Pittsburgh five and 12 respectively would play each other in the first round. Okay. That's a matchup. That's probably pretty close last year. Ohio paper, State that looks good. Ohio State and Utah six and eleven would play each other. I think Ohio State beats the wheels off of Utah probably. Yeah, but that's a six versus well, that's 11. fine. Like, yeah, that's you know. yeah, that's. And then Baylor and Michigan State uh, would play. See, there's there is where the problems will start to creep in. Nobody believes Michigan because. Nobody believes either of those teams can really be within 25 points of any of the top four. No matter I forget who, who the eight and nine, uh, eight and nine was, but um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that if you were, if you're routinely in the top four, um, you're playing one extra game. And if, you know, it's probably against a team you can beat anyway. My only concern is you're just adding another, like two more games to some team schedules. If, if they're, you know, five through 12 and they go all the way. Yeah. So now you, you can be 16 and oh now. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's an NFL I mean, season. I mean, they're again, they're college kids. This is just expanding the, the, the season even later, which of course is great, more football, whatever, but like, 
I just hate all of the all of the hurdles that you have to go through well, because the, the regular season is already. Here's the thing that I think that I would they could they could fix that part of it pretty easily. That part could be solved very very easily if by simply saying make the regular season shorter. Well, not even that. Like it all can stay the same if when they negotiate the rights for the playoffs themselves that it is a revenue share with the qualifying players that oh, if yeah. the players get a yeah. portion of that deal they will shut me up i will not say another bad word about this thing if they have the foresight to do that yeah, yeah it would it changes everything i don't think they will because if you do the playoffs then that means the regular season's coming like it's it's you're into a revenue sharing thing and i can't believe i'm going to say this the following statement i did not say out did not think i would ever make i agree with jim harbaugh whoa whoa what in the midst of a but him saying a bunch of dumb things that i was hearing attributed to him one of the things he said was i think it's very wrong that we don't do revenue share with these players i'm like you're yep. a you're a real you're a real onion there, Harbaugh. I never know which way you're <laughs> going to go, pal. Um, but if they were to, if that's how it started, that I, that argument is sound. I cannot say anything about oh they're extending this or that or the other. Like the only thing I'm worried about is the quality of the games because the quality of the first round games haven't been good thus far, and we're yeah. just we're and diluting the pool even further. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about like Alabama versus Michigan State or uh, Alabama versus uh, Washington, um, you know, I mean, a, a lot of those first round, I mean, shit, Alabama versus Clemson that one year, like, yeah, a, a lot, a lot, you're right, a lot of those first round games, and I don't know that it it makes, you know, those those games any better, but again, if you're in the top four, if you're a fan of the top four, if you're an Alabama fan, an Ohio State fan, uh, and an Oklahoma fan, most years, um, you're good. You're, you're playing one more game, and it it's is. probably against a a team that you're gonna beat anyway. Yeah, who who who's beaten down probably has less conditioning and can last even uh, fewer minutes against. Yeah, the, and like this is in the weeds, but I'll say it because it, it will bear. I think it's true. Um, what they're trying to do, I mean, A, is money. Like, let's not – but that's – we know that. That's a given. The The money aspect of this is implied. There's no reason to debate it. Um, I guess the other thing they're trying to do is have more teams involved. That is inherently good. But the reason you want more teams involved is you want Cinderella. That's the thing you want. You want Cinderella yeah. in the final – you want the shockers, you know, yes. you want the St. Anthony's. But for that know. to happen in football, <laughs> what has to happen for that to happen in football are two things. Um, and you, you see it with someone is drastically overranked. That's how you get a shocking upset in football. Someone's drastically overranked and they don't play well. And then a good unranked team beats them or the more likely scenario. That's not going to happen in the playoffs because everybody's going to be prepared. Um, and everybody will probably be accurately ranked. Um, but the more likely thing is somebody gets injured and you need, that's how you get the Cinderella run. 
is the quarterback of one of the top four gets injured and then they just don't, they can't make up the ground, which that's inherent to football itself. But like, even the thing, even the best thing has to have a bad thing happen. So it's, you're, you're chasing something that's not going to be net positive is going to be zero on any long Cinderella run. And you damn sure don't want Cinderella to find its way to the final. Oh God, no. You don't want Pitt to beat Notre Dame on a close game in the first round. And then they play, we'll say Alabama for the people who want to accuse us of being favorites. They play Alabama and Bryce Young gets hurt on the first drive and they just can't get it together. And then there you sit with Pitt versus Ohio State for the national championship. Because again, the money is the real thing. That's bad for the money. And that's, you know, it's crazy because like the, um, yeah, so, so eight and nine would have been Ole Miss and Oklahoma State. So that, now that's a banger of a game. And uh, Ole Miss is ranked eighth, not even like the Cinderella really. Like No, no, no. And that would be nuts if, if, if Ole Miss made it into the championship. You would have, or God, God forbid you get more rematches. And by the way, SEC haters, this is just going to lend to more championship games where both the competitors are is. SEC teams. And also, like, you mean to tell me in a if you we looked at last year, Cincinnati ain't number four. They're did not. you hate Alabama versus LSU? Did you hate Alabama versus Georgia? Did you hate Alabama versus Georgia too? You're gonna fucking hate the twelve team playoff. You are. You absolutely are. And 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 the schools outside of the power five, they're already gonna get they're not gonna be number four. The what's awesome, oh a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And what's what's even better is this will let Jimbo Fisher bring the Aggies into the playoffs as a number 12 team, and the athletic department will use that as an excuse to like triple his salary. Playoffs, he, he got baby. us to the playoffs. The playoffs. Yes, we lost 60 to nothing to Pittsburgh, made but the playoffs. All right, let's get into week one action, baby. My God, it was wonderful. Oh my God. Uh it was it was really something. I um SEC Nation has gone downhill. <laughs> it used to be my favorite. Like, there was a time it's in this so world where so I had game day on one screen, SEC Nation on another screen, and SEC Nation took priority. Oh, of course. Um, the, uh, the, the guy's name, uh, Jordan Rogers. Jordan Rogers. Jordan Rogers trying Former to. Former Vanderbilt ex- Commodore. D- try to and he had a record broken actually by the current Vanderbilt quarterback um or tied I should tied, say I believe it was yeah um also I, record I, is we're throwing the word record around real <laughs> record yeah that that really is a shat and, and not a stat <laughs> an um, accomplishment but, tied I think is what yeah, I would call yeah. it Jordan Rogers um trying to teach the crowd his co-hosts and audience at home like uh, how a certain play works is is like beyond bad television. I can't even explain it to you unless you actually saw this it. This was the morning. show that gave us Game Breaker, Game, oh. Freak of the Week, Roast Paul Feinbaum. Oh my God. Lauren Sizzler. Like this is the show that gave us so much and they've just stripped it all away. 
Tim Tebow has even lost a step. Tim Tebow. Seems- Tim Tebow was bolstered by Marcus Spears. It was the it was the bromance between Spears and Tebow that made that thing go. And they had the. It's always great when two pals are there and there's a third guy to put the boots to, and that was Feinbaum. It made for a wonderful dynamic. That's why it was a great alternative to um, game day, which I, I love game day. I'm not taking shots at game day, but game day is built on everybody loves each other, and Lee Corso yeah. is there for everyone to focus their love upon. Yeah, yeah. Like, there is a, as much as I hate stupid Kirk Herbstreet, I can never fully go full heel on him because what that man does for Lee Corso on television week in and week out is quite frankly, beautiful. It is a beautiful thing. The way he makes sure that coach is never out of pocket. They know that coach has struggles <laughs> because coach is old, Yeah, and, but they, but he is the, he is literally the mascot of that show. He is that show's totem and Lee Corso and, and Kirk Herbstreet knows how to grab his hand lightly and just lead him down the path and keep him on track. Because sometimes when coach gets his wheel spinning a little bit, Herb Street just gives him a, a nudge or just says the exact right thing. And he shoots off the sunshine scooter, puts a foot in the dirt, and he's back on track. He's running again. Like that's, and I'm not being facetious and I'm not yeah. uh, like, it is beautiful. It is a beautiful thing to watch. Um, I really enjoyed Reese Davis's Nick Saban impression yesterday. That was very exciting. <laughs> he actually did a pretty good job. A pretty good Saban. <laughs> and just really just did it. Just, just out of, That's the best impression is when it just comes out of nowhere. There's no like, setup. Bang. No, He's doing the thing. No. Perfect. And then you have that fucking ghoul. That yeah. goddamn ghoul. The undead David Pollock. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? You, you know. You know he's undead. You know he's undead. Matt, David Pollock died 20 years ago. And it was on a night like this. <laughs> the inside, the joke flying. here is for new listeners of Throw the Flag, uh, David David Pollock, former Georgia defensive end and uh-huh. current uh, ghost. Uh, his, <laughs> his, his eyes, like I understand what I look like, but his eyes are like sunken in. He yeah. has like, the cheekbones and it's not he like, looks just like there should be more skin here an animated corpse that's yeah. what he looks like yesterday he aggravated me because they did a bit about uh is it jefferson the quarterback from arkansas about mm-hmm. how part of his pregame ritual is to get a manicure and a pedicure and mm-hmm. to get his fingers uh fingernails painted clear because he likes the way they sparkle against the football and sure. that's part of his deal. Like that's just part of his pregame ritual. And so they 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 do that bit, and they throw it to Pollock to analyze the game. And he's like, ah, ah, I want to talk about Manny Petties. That guy's tough. <laughs> like, God damn it, you ghoul! <laughs> you ghoul! Get with the times, pal. Um, also, Joe Namath took ballet like 40, 50 fucking years ago. Like this is not like a thing anymore. No, and like. Pollock's young enough to know better that like the yes. world is changing around. He's not the world is changing, bud. Like you got and like, it's a dumb thing, but it just it's just what I'm always looking for something I can fuss about that damn ghoul. But yeah, it I was mean, da- David Pollock, he, he is old enough to know better. I mean, he would have been 40 today. Yes, yes. 
I don't know if I don't know what the sensibilities in hell are like. I don't know. How that works. <laughs> oh, he's in hell now. <laughs> well, I just assume that like that's where he goes when he's not uh, when he's not reanimated on Saturday mornings because you don't see him any other time. Well, he played for the Bengals, so he was in hell for three he years. He knows hell. He played for some Georgia teams that got hurt, too. Uh, now, <laughs> could he have – was there plenty of stuff for him to make fun of? Yep, they showed a clip of Jim Harbaugh warming up with receiver gloves on. If you want to take some shots at hand at, at, at hand uh, 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 accessories, there's two right there that are easy to take shots at. Real simple. Um, one thing I will say about SEC Nation – uh, it is so nice to see Super Bowl champion and former economics 101 classmate of mine, Robin Harper, Harper looking immaculate. looking awesome, man. He has got it down, dude. He has That's, absolutely his hair. Look, you take away the, the suits are top notch, but that's easy. That's he knows easy. how to take care of himself. It is easy to look at those suits and know they're great. He keeps himself in shape. They're tail- That's easy. What the the thing that pulls it together? That salt and pepper is just. Oh my god, it's perfect. Mom, it's perfect. My god, if I looked like that. Oh my god, I wouldn't yeah. have a job. I'd be a gigolo. I'd just be a gigolo. <laughs> be a gigolo. <laughs> no doubt well, about it. I figured we can probably talk about football. Um, man, oh man, let's let's hit like the the nail biters that didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, if if we can run through those, because we were we were hosted to a feast that actually started on Friday with Virginia Tech and Old Dominion. What uh, is it about Old Dominion? They are good for like they are a smaller scale pit. The they are good for one. Is, what is it about Virginia Tech? <laughs> Well, I was like, I was watching this game be like, man, they got to get this Justin Fuentes out of there. I didn't even know they had go. He's been go. <laughs> I don't know who the coach is, but I know what ain't Fuentes. It's, it's, uh, 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 Matt Pry. Matt Pry. Sure. sure. Magpie. Brent Pry. Brent sure. Pry. Yeah, you... He was, uh, he was a, co- a coordinator, uh, for James Franklin. Here's the first thing I'm going to say about Virginia Tech. I think it is <laughs> never been more apparent that they are the fucking Winterfell of NCAA. My if there God. is not a Stark in Winterfell or a Beamer in Virginia Tech, it's a wrap, boys. <laughs> a it's Beamer toast. in Blacksburg. I'm starting to believe that Frank Beamer might be like the third best coach I ever saw. <laughs> because he kept Virginia Tech a perennial contender for the conference championship the when that meant something in the ACC. Yes. yes. Got them to the game. When you could only be one of two. Absolutely. And apparently um, it's real hard to win football in Blacksburg. And the fact that they come out to enter Sandman and it's they can't beat Old Dominion tells me everything I need to know about the difficulty of winning in that place. Like, it, it's crazy. It, it's insane. Absolutely nuts. Um, God, it, it sucks to have to move on, but we have to. Uh, Ruck, Rutgers actually beat Boston College by one point. This this is the kind of football that we were that we were were offered right off the bat Saturday morning, right off the rip. Here we go. Um, this the North Carolina App State game. Okay, let's just talk about the, the state of North Carolina as a whole. Oh and we, my we god! Leave our way between the four competitors. 
from yesterday. First of all, yes, yes. I I, I assume that we're in a home and home scenario with North Carolina and App State, State. yeah, and North Carolina State and ECU. Um, because when when those games went live and I saw, you know, essentially a field with a track around it, like it, it's the small school stadium. I'm like, what is yeah, So How are both so, of these games on the road? So that campus is like literally like two miles away from the uh, cabin getaway that that you, you didn't come to. Yes. Yeah. Boonesville, baby. We're yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was not far from there a couple of years ago. Um, so it really boiled down those. Games. Well, one thing. Mac Brown during several points of the game looked like he just wanted to be on a boat. Like man, he looked like, he looked like. <laughs> I don't want to be on boat. Man, he is be on boat. He is he is like a singing pencil thin mustache in his and mind all the time. Him. Just wants to go on a boat. <laughs> wants to go on a boat. Um, the fact that they does Gene Chizik know he's not on TV anymore? <laughs> Did Gene Chizik spend all offseason preparing for TV? I think so. And not coordinating defense. <laughs> well, uh, the first <laughs> he he can call defense just not during the first or fourth quarters. I don't, what the fuck happened during that know. fourth quarter? Like, I have not seen anything like that wackadoodle game in my life. But it came down to it came down to one thing though. Um, I understand that the scoreboard said North Carolina won the game. But, but I will posit this. You want to talk about a non-coward. Non-coward. App State non-cowards. And for that, that game is a draw in my book. Like, non-cowards had the play. Had the play. Had the play. Just couldn't quite make it. Personnel let him down. But, like, no. Uh, all the credit to them for not being cowards. I love it. I applaud it. I love it. Yeah, I mean, all uh, the credit you know, to Mac Mac Brown, special teams coach, for saying if you get the ball, you score a touchdown, come hell or high water. You do not take a knee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, Chase Bryce uh, led um, the uh, the Mountaineers um, three hundred sixty one yards, six touchdowns, uh, fifteen rebounds, and twenty assists. <laughs> and I can only believe that if North Carolina had their starting quarterback, they would have scored ninety two points. So that so that fourth quarter uh, came two points shy of tying the record for most points scored in a quarter, um, and App State missed two missed PATs. the two point conversion <laughs> twice, twice, yeah. <laughs> so yes. um, they it would have tied it and brought it into overtime. But man, what what a game! What a game! What a game! Um, on to the other one. Now on to the fastest growing. I said program. it. On this program, I called ECU to win this game. Said they were going to do it. And they would have done it if not for what, Shawnee? Cowardice! Cowardice strikes again. When you see your kicker miss an extra point to tie the game, a game in which you are undermanned, you're at home, your kicker misses the extra point to tie the game, and somehow miraculously, you get another chance at this thing. You get the ball, you drive it down the field, and you are getting yourself towards field goal range, and you don't take a single shot at the end zone. Not one single shot did they take at the end zone after their kicker just missed a tail an extra point. And I said, they, they've got the field goal line. This is the line to make for field goal range. I said, bullshit! <laughs> that ain't his range. 
That ain't his range. His range is the goal line. That's his range because yeah. he was three yards back of the goal line and he missed from there. That and that was one of the games that I just I completely missed. Couldn't like ran out of ran out of TV room. Yeah, no, I had her up the whole because I, I I felt it coming. I felt it like these the Pirates are going to do it. They're up for this, and North Carolina State is terrible. They're the fastest slow. They're the slowest growing program. And, <laughs> but so the extra the kicker misses the extra point. They get the defensive stand. They get down the field. And they get to about the 30-yard line, and they start running the ball. I'm like, dude, did you, are you not watching the game like I am? I just <laughs> saw your kicker. I, I said I, I had a group of people over watching games. ECU and App State are on TV left. I said, the last time that son of a bitch kicked the ball on an extra point attempt, he kicked it from TV left to TV right. It ended up on my right TV somewhere in the middle of uh, uh, whoever else was on at the time. Like, it crossed two TVs is how bad he missed the extra point. And they did not take a single shot to the end zone. It was cowardice. 100% cowardice cost him that game. You can and, – and, and evil. Cowardice and evil because that guy just missed the extra point. You cannot put him – in that spot again, without giving everything you can to try to make it to where he does not have to make that kick or to make that kick a lot easier. They shut it down too early and had them beat. And these are the takes that we have for NC State. Can you imagine what we have in store for you? And, uh, you know, this is where we would uh, would be great for an ad read. So, uh, you know, you, if you're listening to this episode so far and you'd like to sponsor Throw the Flag Sports, um, as well as our columns on 256today.com, uh, you know, reach out to uh, throw, the flag net, throw the flag network at gmail.com. Imagine yes. that energy coming in for your product. Manscaped. <laughs> Big mattress. Lisa. Big mattress. You got, to, you got a box of something you want people to order? I'll tell them all about it. Me undies. Proud. Proud uh, me undies subscriber. I'm here. I'm Eat ready. Clean, bro. I'm doing it right now. (laughs) Um, Also, uh, Houston staved off a last-minute upset bid from the UTSA Roadrunners. Let's get into the... I'm going to say one more before we move to that. I will say this. um, Briefly. Yes, briefly, briefly. Uh, We told you this is going to be a jumbo episode. Um, (laughs) Yesterday, Desmond Howard, they're doing their picks, and the graphic pops up, and he says, oh... Um, uh, I, I forget. I, I'm gonna Sam Howe. Maybe it's Sam Howe, the North Carolina quarterback. He says, "Oh, he's out today." No, I'm changing my pick. I'm going out state. Like he was on it. Yeah. And yeah. and uh and the Bear, when they went to the Houston UTSA game, he says, "I don't like all those points. Houston might win it, but it's going to be tight. Like these cats are already on their stuff. They are on their stuff already, except for Kirk Herbstreit, who I'm sure is telling us how great UCLA is going to be." <laughs> Always. Um, let's, you know, let's kick it off with uh, let's with uh, Georgia, Oregon. Um, Bo Nix being the reason for Oregon's demise, both in 2018 and 2022. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I think the answer is simple. Steady Benz is in year six and he's going to NYC at the end of this year. Georgia. Steady Benz is here to do this, baby. Georgia. Georgia could have hung 77 on them. 
look, I said it on here. And I, I said, I don't know what they're going to look like, but they're going to look different. They have a receiving core that is a real problem. And they've got a bunch of tight ends that are Frankenstein monsters that are fast and tall and will always be open. And if Stetson Bennett can hit those guys, they're going to be an issue. It's going to be a long year. I think Georgia, their defense looks. They look like defense. they have reloaded. Yeah. Uh, now. 49 to three was the final. I feel like Oregon, because of their lack of a quarterback, was grossly overranked. I mean, come on. They couldn't get it in the end zone once. No, no. And Bo Nix looked like Bo Nix in an Auburn uniform. It was clearly where he was supposed to be. I couldn't, like, I had cognitive dissonance. It was an uncanny valley to see him wearing that Oregon uniform. And I'm not saying that as a guy who's like, oh, this transfer stuff. Nope, never, that never bothered me. I saw Caleb Williams play, like, yep, that's Caleb Williams. He plays for USC now. Never, Spencer Rattler is at USC yeah, now. It's really weird. Um, <laughs> Bo Nix was the leading rusher yesterday. Yeah, yeah. This weekend. Yeah, 0-4 versus Georgia. That's uh, insane, insane. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens for the rest of the year. Obviously, you know, things can peter out and change, whatever. But, I mean, my God. Kirby was that. having a time yesterday, though. I'll give him that. Hey, Kirby re- Kirby did like that. Kirby liked that. Kirby liked that. Um, <clears throat> Arkansas-Cincinnati. Uh, one, woo, man, talk about delivering. Uh, Arkansas looks pretty good, man. They they might have the the third or fourth best uh, quarterback in the, they, the conference. They do the thing I like, which is just run that damn ball. You just love Arkansas. Run. You love Arkansas. I love I love Arkansas. And yesterday, I fell in love with Sam Pittman <laughs> because at the his his there were a lot of really good post game on field interviews quick quick hitter with the coach right after the game I thought Saban sounded great he did not sound nearly as angry as he used to um but he's still coaching him up I like that uh Billy Napier had a really just a really nice a really good feeling you mean young uh, Tom Waits young Tom Waits had a really just a nice it felt genuine I guess that's the word I'm looking for yeah. Sam Pittman on the other hand won the day um <laughs> But they, I guess there had been something about him being Arkansas being at home. They were the host for the party, blah, 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 blah. So Sam the, Pittman, who was also in first blood, by the way. Uh, Rambo. Brian Denny. <laughs> Black Rambo, um, who was his quarterback. Um, they asked Sam Pittman what the host was going to be serving, and he, he says, I'm not promoting it. Now, I'm not promoting it, but – I love some cold beer. I love some cold <laughs> I'm beer. not. I'm not promoting it. I'm not I'm promoting, not promoting it. that that dirty lifestyle. But I'm having a cold beer. I when you say when you make cold beer one word, you got yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's I love some cold beer. That reminds me. Can beer. we can we get back to um, uh, so SEC Nation threw it to Marty and uh, God damn it, the guy Ryan McGee. Yeah, and they were with uh, an Arkansas alum who I guess has a show on the Food Network or something like that now. I, I don't know, but he was making like brisket tacos or or something. And Marty like just kind of held the plate and like refused to eat it. Like I don't know because he didn't want to get it. Like right, on Marty looked good yesterday. He didn't want to get it on that suit. 
And you just heard, and you just heard, like, eat it, Marty. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> from, from, like, back on the set. And, but the thing is, they, they, they went to, they, like, tossed over to, to Marty and Ryan and the, the, the chef. And all they did was, like, pick it up and eat it and go, mm, mm. They didn't talk about what was in it. They didn't talk about like mm-hmm. why, like you know, because they were playing the bear cats. It this wasn't good. like grilled bear, mm-hmm. um, you know. But uh, that's this all they good. did. If you could go back and, and watch the replay, highly recommend finding that segment. Would love to. I definitely. Uh, have, I have it recorded. It's on the DVR. <laughs> man, um, usually we wouldn't give games like this uh, time, but. Any thoughts on how AM looked uh, against Sam Houston State? Uh, not really. You know, it, it had their big brain delay. Like, they're fine. You know, yeah. it, it is what it is. Like, I I, I watched a, it was on, so I would look at it. I didn't see anything particularly. I think 31 to nothing, you can say, should they have beaten Sam Houston State more than that? Yeah, probably. But the rain yeah. delay, I think, negates anything you can learn from that. I said this about um, Alabama, which we'll get to later, but I said this just at a game like this. You can't tell if you're good, but you can tell if you're bad. Yeah, and they're, Texas A&M didn't look bad. I uh, I think I, Georgia I, might be saying the same thing about a game against Oregon this year too. <laughs> my God, man! Yeah, my God. Um, so let's let's get to that Florida Utah game uh, we were treated to by Woo! the end of the evening. Um, you know, you had some uh, some high drama went down to to the last couple seconds. Uh, some some missed missed opportunities with PATs uh of course played in uh played into it um you you had you had predicted Florida to win I had said Utah was going to win um it is crazy that Utah was seventh going into the swamp to play an unranked Florida and was only like a couple points uh favorite yeah Vegas knew what was up um, and the swamp's a place, man. Like, I don't have any feeling positive or negative against Florida. No, they're just Florida. You know, they're a team. We don't play them enough for it to matter. We've got the long-standing – our standing date in the SEC championship game has been on pause for a little while. But, like, I don't have an emotional hate or like for Florida. Um, but I was yeah, watching no. it with a Florida fan last night. So they act, this is probably the game I watched the closest. Like this had this had number one TV spot and sound up. So um, but Whoa. I feel like I feel like the East especially is so much better when Florida is good. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Like just from a it is good to have them looming there. And it was fun to laugh and, and drink some tears over the past few years because they just had coaches that were goofy as hell but they looked like florida again yesterday offensively i think and I, I, I need the defense back i need that defense better because that's what florida's supposed to be but that quarterback is going to be a real problem he looks he, he looks terrific um like has that athleticism you know has that has that vision uh, to kind of you know adapt uh, during broken plays, yeah, and you know you haven't seen really that kind of quarterback. I mean, was it, was it Chris Leak? Is that the guy's name? Yeah, um, he reminds me of like kind of like a bigger, tougher Chris Leak. Um, same way that Jalen Milrow kind of looked uh, last. Yeah, year. yeah, <laughs> and 
If I'm a Florida fan today, I'm very excited, A, because we beat a ranked team, all that stuff, but B, because we have lost that game every single time for the last yeah. five years. That yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. game, they lost Maybe every even single one of them. Um, they just lose those games. They lose those games. So they did not lose it last night in the face of what was a pretty good team. I don't think they're the seventh ranked team in the country, but a good team nonetheless. No, no. Uh, this is I, this is why we should not rank teams until I mean at least October. We shouldn't because it it it's, it just no fucking it, reason. It's, it changes now. It changes how you look at Florida. It changes might change. how you look at. Everything might change how you look at an org or or how you look at a Georgia. My God, Georgia went in there and destroyed. Might change how you look at Notre Dame, who we'll get to next, like because of the number beside their name. That's just we're conditioned to think that means something. Yeah, yeah. But good Um, on them. Like that, Richardson looked great. Like, like he put the team. Like this is a cliche, but no, that kid put that team on his back and hundred percent, absolutely on my shield. Or with it, like I'm, we're, I'm leaving it out here for y'all. We're, I'm going to do it, and that the the two point conversion play, which was a fake a play action fake spin around and a man's butt naked wide open in the end zone. Like and man, know. that that getting that or not, that is you know two very divergent paths on on how that game right. ends up. And Maybe good Florida on still wins, but I don't and know. Big lift for the defense to have could have ended that. Second play of that drive with an oh, easy yeah. interception, oh. didn't get it. But to have the defense keep bearing down and finally that, get the pick. That goal line stand that they had, like, in the oh, first Oh, it was quarter. crazy. That oh, game was God. wonderful. Um, God bless. God bless this weekend. Uh, I guess you could call this the premier game of the weekend. Uh, I mean, it had to be. It was two, two versus, versus five. five. It's, I mean, you like, Ohio State Buckeyes. It's fucking two of the biggest programs ever. Like, there's no getting around it. What um, what were your thoughts going into this uh, this game? I blame LeBron. I just blame <laughs> LeBron every time he shows up somewhere. The outcome gets wacky. Um, I expected a coming out party for Ohio State. I really did. I just ex- yeah, I expected them to fucking wallop Notre Dame. Yeah, I, don't I mean think Notre I... Dame stinks. But I don't they're think not they're number in, five. No, no, they're not in that league yet. Um, and I think as much as I hated murdering Brian Kelly, um, <laughs> he is something. And I think Marcus Freeman is great. I mean, my God, just looks immaculate. Yes. Just a great yeah. looking man. Yeah. Guy, can't, I mean, just he is. Also, they showed a shot of him and his uh, partner walking in the stadium. My God, what a wonderful couple. Just a gorgeous couple. Uh, stunning, the both of them. Mazel to those kids. But he's going to have some learning to do. Like, you can't just waltz in there and be and do what Brian Kelly did because that dude is a grizzled, mean monster who will literally kill to win. Um, that's what he'll do. But the the injury to the uh, <laughs> Ohio State receiver earlier changed some things. C.J. Stroud looked above average, did not look spectacular. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just you know I'm I'm trying to to view these teams through a lens of Week One and like you know it's it's got to be tough you know play even if Notre Dame isn't number five, the fifth best team in the country in, in the first week it it's still a, a brick wall you run into in, in week one yeah um 
And CJ Stroud, I think I, you know, of course I expected him to look better. I expected like you for Ohio state just to run away with it it to be, you know, 28, seven by half. Yeah. Um, But yeah, did not, did not expect the defensive struggle that honestly, the majority of this points even in this low, low scoring game came at the end of the. Yeah. Now I'll say this. If I'm Ryan day, I come out of here overwhelmingly positive because nobody's worried about Ohio state's offense. It'll get no, going. No. What people were worried about was his defense. And I don't know that they were out there playing world beaters yesterday, but they gave up 10 points and giving up 10 points is giving up 10 points. Yeah. Like they did it. So and now Ryan day and his press conference kept saying like all year, all off season, we heard about us being soft and not being able to win the fourth quarter. I was like, who the fuck said that? Right. Like, I <laughs> was that just in your house? Were people in your house talking that shit? Because I don't think oh. that was the national narrative of, I think last year, everybody just said, fuck, it was just weird. Michigan got stupid and it was just Ohio State can't win it every year. I, I certainly didn't think anything. I didn't think anything about it. It's like it, the last year was just crazy. Um, yeah. Yes, they needed to work on some defensive things. They gave up too many points, but I didn't think they were soft. That never, I never thought they couldn't win the fourth quarter. And he did say, you know, the, the and he ugly didn't mention win. Cole Beers once. <laughs> and, you know, he did mention that the, uh, the ugly win is just what Ohio State needed. I, I would agree with him on. I think for as I've said many times about you know the I think Nick Saban's perfect game for Nick Saban is we win forty nine to ten and those ten get scored in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah. So he can we won the game comfortably, but he could just chew asses. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For another week, well, I think Ryan Day gets to do the same thing. And if you're Ohio State, you I mean. You, if you get past, you know, this uh, uh, Notre Dame game in week one, you're looking ahead. You have what Penn State, Michigan State, maybe Michigan is roadblocks to the playoffs. And that's it, man. Just just do the work. Just do the, do work, the work you're in. Do the work. That's it. You win the you win all your games. You know where you're going. Like that's period. That's it. Um, two Alabama fans run this show, Matt, as you know, as our listeners know. Um and we're always looking for intelligent hot takes on Auburn games. So if you would like your voice heard on Throw the Flag Sports, you can email your hot Auburn take to throwtheflagnetwork at gmail.com. Maybe you'll make the air. Um, maybe we'll set up a phone number so you can text it uh, sometime. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, didn't watch one second of the Auburn game. Um, looking at the stats, TJ Finley had two interceptions. Interesting. Whatever. <laughs> Again, they're playing Mercer. You can't find out if you're yeah. good. You can't find out if you're bad. I don't think we found out necessarily. Again, rain delay. Like I'm like rain delay, long, long rain delay, long me, rain delay. Let me ask you this. When they like for the Auburn Mercer game, they were like showing stats not uh, like during other games, but when they were talking about like, you know, they needed like a third thing to put on the screen. Yeah. So they were like, Auburn is nine and oh against Mercer in the, in the two, in the two's history. Like, oh, I hope well. so. Yeah. Like no shit. I'm sure. I hope they are good. Like <laughs> it's, and look, Alabama played Utah state. So I'm not taking a shot at, Oh, you should. No, 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 not at all. It's just, Hey, it's a tune up. They won it. Nobody got hurt. I don't think so. Good on. No, them. I'm, 
I'm more making fun of the the uh, oh absolutely the graphics department. They, they have um, to put something there. Oh, what? monumental win for was it Kentucky? Or no, excuse yeah. me, South Carolina. Monumental win for South Carolina, Georgia, Georgia State. State. <laughs> God, and it was it was up in the air there for a second. I mean, they had to rely Spencer on a block. are not very good. <laughs> Their offensive line is absolute garbage. They're, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're pretty much looking at another Mayo bath at the end of the year for yeah, South Carolina. I don't, I don't think that team's going to improve at all. If, if that's any indication, um, let's get into talking tide. Talking tide. Hanky. Uh, man, that team looked good. <laughs> Most fun I've had in a long time. Watching. I mean, like, because I, I said on the radio, you know, I fully expected this to be the old special teams gafferoni where wacky stuff happens sure, and they yeah. give up 14 points somehow. And I would have been sad. I said I would have been satisfied if the defense allowed six two field goals. That that was my allowance. They surpassed that. They won every single drive, even down to the fifth string. They won. The defense looked great. And that's really what I cared about. Um, I did not expect the offense to look quite so explosive by god um, i mean could, could have used uh the run to develop more i a guess a little bit a um, little bit i think we might just but, have to we might just have to get used to the fact that o'brien's not going to call a lot of running plays that's just not no. what he's going to do did you did you hear uh i i think it was jordan rogers was quoting bill o'brien saying uh bryce young is the third smartest player he's ever coached behind Tom Brady, number one, and Randy Moss, number two. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that tracks because Bill O'Brien coached the Texans and they were a dog shit. Is Randy Moss like, I? no one ever talks about his like game well, intelligence. You, of course they don't talk about that. Why, why do you think nope. that is? Mm-mm, no sirree, Bob. Maybe some malice at the You palace. know what? Here's why Here's why they don't talk about that. Because, of, because and I'll say this. And but I think he I mooned can, that lady. I can get in this without getting into hot water. Um, it's his accent. <laughs> I'm saying that from a place of experience. The number of times I sure. have gotten on a phone with someone and said something really intelligent. They go, oh, I didn't expect you to say that. Why is that? Because I sound like this. This this is what it is. No, I'll I'll say that there is one part of it is because of his accent. I can. And he mooned that lady that time. And he, yeah, he. And everyone will say Randy was just faster than everyone else, and that's why he could do all that stuff. Um. So I mean the the team the team looked phenomenal. It it is it's easy to forget, man. Our linebacking core is just fucking gross. So, like, in that game, like, the defense didn't make a lot of spectacular plays. There was, a like, the big Will Anderson hit early. Um, yeah. The, the, Jordan the, ba- battles tackling two tackling players at a man, Tackling one man like, to get another impressive. But the thing that got me was there is a third down play. They throw a screen pass. The rece- the running back is has got open field. Yeah. He puts a move on. And Henry Toto just grabs him by the front of his shoulder pads. This is an adult man trying to run away from you at full speed. He just grabs him and and time stops for just a few seconds. And he's just holding a man, just holding Um, him there with one hand. Did you see that? uh, 
I don't know how to, how they judge this if it's by performance by uh, inches whatever but <laughs> <laughs> Black Rambo but um strength and conditioning coach said that uh um Will Anderson is 40 has 40% more upper body strength than last year. That seems impossible. But so, here we are. Like <laughs> here we are. Like like Will Anderson I mean, is getting Heisman height rightfully so. I mean, you know, but like this is I don't as I talked earlier about just wanting to enjoy sort of the thing, right? Just as it's happening. Will Anderson's one of those things that we should enjoy more because this doesn't come around anywhere. A, a physical specimen like this. No. This no. doesn't exist. And uh, who like, who very clearly, you know, famous last words, who knows what the future holds for him, particularly for the rest of his time in, in college. But like, you know, they asked him, they asked him about like, have you ever considered sitting out like a year like Nick Bosa did? Um, Nick Bosa sit out a year uh, and uh, or, you know, skipping a bowl game or something right, like right. that to get rid of. And, yeah. and, and uh, you know, to, to avoid injury for the for the pros in the draft. And he just said, you know, no, I never thought about it. I just I love the game. There's no point in playing the game if you're not going to play the game. And I'm like, cool, man. Like, all right, you got me. Play the game. Stop digging. You struck love oil it. already. You but like, like, no. And that the thing about this team here that came across through the TV screen. This team seems to really enjoy one another. Like yeah, they yeah. look to be having a good time yesterday. Now young show showing serious leadership. All uh, that fun. Skills. All that. Here's what I'm gonna say about this. Bryce Young, slide. Quit that yes. shit. Oh my God. Don't need seven extra yards against Utah State. Get the first <laughs> down. Slide. So Bryce Young Stop had joking. Bressing had, you know, I think a, a 65 yard run and then uh, several 20 plus yard runs. Uh, well, two or three. And in all of those runs, he he had to put an end to the play because he was basically like, well, I'm not going to score a touchdown on this play. And there's no one around me for 10 yards, but four people are closing in on me. So I'm just going to go down. But he didn't slide. He just no, threw his body he into the closest He would defender. try to juke and then throw. I was like, no. And I was calling those if 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 that's I when was an to, ankle pops, that's when a knee twist. If I had a controller or a shot collar for his ass, all of those X runs would have ended or twelve what? to fifteen yards oh, before. Because yeah. I'd have oh, put yeah. his ass down, down. <laughs> um, you know, I'm I'm trying to find the stat, but it, it it may have been on the you know it was it was definitely in the the marquee you know the um fourth uh, fourth quarter last night, but. Uh, since since 2007, so we're since Saban took over at Alabama. Um, Alabama has something like I, I think this is the 25th shutout, um, and number two is Ohio State with 17. But it seems forever since we've seen a shutout, and there might have been one last year. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It just seems forever since there's been a full since the defense has put together a whole ass game. Yeah, and they did. And, and again, it's Utah State. Like, it's Utah State. It's but Utah State. Eleven and one last year. Won their conference. That counts for something. But just the the and and they and, had a quarterback who was in his seventh year yes. of eligibility. But to see the te- <laughs> the the game keep going deep into the fourth quarter when the starters are well gone and they still didn't give up any points. Like that's <laughs> those used to those were tiny moments that I, that. 
hearken back to a time when the trophy case was a little lighter and we were still on the beginning of this ride that you were just hope that Ooh. those things you hope for, like, don't give up a point. Don't give up a point. Um, I don't want to be so spoiled to score in 60 that I don't care about that zero on the other side. Like that is an accomplishment. And Great. I don't care who Great. you're playing score points. is Yeah. People should I mean, up score points. Are. I think it's, I, I think it's pretty easy to forget how difficult it is to, to really pitch a shutout football. Yep. Um, I mean, to keep people out. I mean, I, I still like, remember that, uh, that 2002 game when coach Fran, uh, was coaching against LSU, just trying to keep that shutout. And then, you know, losing that was, was worse than, you know, I, not worse than losing the game, but, but like, like, it felt like a bad thing. Worse. Had happened. It felt <laughs> yeah. like a very bad thing. When it doesn't happened. matter. I haven't thought doesn't about that in years at all, but in the moment, like, ah, oh, come on. Preserve the shutout. That is a, we probably need to spend some time thinking about this and, and come up with a proper top five list, but top five plays that don't matter that definitely matter. And I'm going <laughs> to put, um, I'm going to put fourth quarter, final two minutes, blowout game. Yeah. Red zone interception. Other yeah. teams driving is the fourth quarter. The game is done. Yeah, there's a guy out there wearing uh, they they he didn't even have a jersey. They just put a nameplate on someone else's jersey, and the guy's out there, <laughs> and he makes an interception to it's preserve the shutout, water, like late in a game. That is a great play that does not matter for shit, and other than gambling purposes, which I don't even know how to do that. So, but like, just doesn't matter. I can I can help you get a get on board. Um, the, yeah. And sometimes, you know, an interception in the end zone at the end of a game does matter like in Florida and Utah, man, what an end, what an end to, to, uh, what a week. And of course we're recording this, uh, early in the morning on Sunday. So we still have LSU, Florida state we got Clemson, Georgia tech, Georgia tech. Um, man, we got meat on the bone, baby. Man, what happened? Man, what happens? What happens? They got a new movie called Black Rumble, man. What <laughs> happens if Georgia Tech beats Clemson? Whew, we might have to record a uh, a flash cast. What happens where we flash if the, the bees sting? Whew. I've heard good things about the offensive coordinator. <laughs> I've heard bad things about the Clemson quarterback. Well, this will be airing uh, basically hours after the, those games are over. So, any any predictions? Any bold predictions? They must be bold, and on the record. Uh, on the record, and if it is a take, make sure it is hot. I want to say it so bad, but I'm worried about the curse. I want to say it so bad because I do have a feeling there's a tinge in the bones. The bones have a twinge that's for Georgia set. Tech Clemson. The Georgia Tech might. Okay, okay. Win one again. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. And LSU, Florida State. Oh, no, LSU is going to destroy Florida. State. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. All right, this has been Throw the Flag Sports on two five sixty today dot com. Uh, check out all of our very sophisticated yet hilarious, insightful. Uh, college football analysis. Sometimes it's other sports. Don't read those columns on 256today.com. Would you believe that this is our 32nd, 33rd column? That doesn't, no. I don't believe that. I wouldn't believe it. I don't believe it. I currently do not believe that. Yell at us on 
Twitter at T-T-F-F-O-O-T-Ball. That's T-T-F football. Or on Instagram at throw the flag. We're never giving up that handle. Goodbye.